Hi, I'm Sam Garland. I'm an actor in Brooklyn, New York, and I believe that everyone on this planet is deeply creative. And not only that, I believe that engaging with our creativity is what connects us to our humanity and to our divinity. Whether it's starting a business, homeschooling your kids, cooking, painting, dancing, writing, acting, knitting, gardening, we are all called to express ourselves in myriad, incredibly unique ways. These are our gifts to the world. And yet, and yet, most every artist suffers terribly from self-doubt, from fear of public humiliation, from being too hard on themselves. That's certainly been my journey. I've done a lot of work on why my brain attacks when I'm being creative and how I can let this thing that I'm called to do out into the world. I'm still figuring it out, and I invite you to join me. Hi, my loves. Um, I have missed you. I have not been recording for, I think, five or maybe even six weeks now. I've been really in the thick of it, trying to figure out why my body is <laughs> so angry all the time. Um, what I thought was sort of, um, I don't know, just, I've essentially just been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Um, and it's been a long time researching and fighting and going to doctors. And I kind of have spent most of this year uh, going to doctors and getting tested and poked and prodded. And um, and this past month especially has been really, really rough where like every week or two weeks I was getting a ton of blood drawn and getting a new test and getting a new diagnosis every two weeks and having to fire doctors who ran out of ideas and just started telling me it was stress or it was all in my head and I should meditate more um, when I knew something was really going on. And, and so just the like amount of bandwidth that it was taking to push back on doctors who are authority figures who, you know, you entrust with your health and your life, um, and to search for different answers and to ask for more tests. And one day they literally drew so much blood from me that I was like fainting and had to go to bed. And, um, it was that kind of a thing where like between the, anxiety of not knowing what's wrong, the pain of actually being in pain from, you know, what was wrong and then being told that it's just in your head and then having to figure out like, who do I talk to next and who's got an answer? Like it just becomes this all consuming thing. And you're either exhausted at the end of the day from pain or exhausted from anxiety and not knowing and not feeling safe in your own body. And not knowing what to eat because everything hurts and hurts not to eat, but it hurts to eat and you can't figure out anymore what's triggering you and how to make it better. And, and then I got a diagnosis that it's autoimmune and then they, I was so excited and they, this functional medicine doctor who's amazing gave me a prescription for um, supplements to help calm down my system. And I took the supplements and everything flared up and started hurting even more. And the fact is that my system now, my intestines are so inflamed and strung out because it's been so long without a proper diagnosis and proper 
mitigation of it, um, that like anything that's even healing that has too many ingredients or is too strong, just like throws me for a loop. And I was, you know, on fire for like a week with that. And then I just hit this point of like total mental exhaustion of here I am. I finally have a diagnosis. I finally have medicine and a solution. And now the medicine hurts and what the hell am I going to do? So I'm still in the thick of it. Um, so I'm really hoping, uh, not a, to make this podcast about autoimmune or chronic illness, which is not my goal. Um, but to bring it back to kind of where creativity comes into my life and how much I've been missing this form of expression, missing music, which I haven't really been playing, missing acting, which I've been kind of submitting when my, you know, agent reaches out, my manager reaches out, but I'm, I'm not like pursuing because I just, I, my brain is so full of anxiety and fear and questions about the future. And that's really what I want to talk to you guys about was, um, you know, I, I hope to God, no one is listening. I'm sure some who are listening have some kind of autoimmune or chronic illness because they're on the rise and they're popping up everywhere in all kinds of forms. Um, but even if you don't, I think, you know, good God, this year, two years of COVID have really shook everyone's foundations and that sense of safety and of knowing sort of what's next in the world, knowing what's next personally, that sense of fear that, I mean, right? Like the, literally the air we breathe is dangerous to us, not knowing if our kids are going to be safe, our parents are safe, our family is safe, not knowing what our body might go through, not knowing if we can go grocery shopping safely, um, how much it's taken away from the ability to gather and create to be in community, which is actually paradoxically being around people being social, it calms the immune system, it allows you to heal from things. And we've been ripped away from that in order to protect ourselves. Um, people have lost income, jobs, you know, that ability to trust that you're, you're going to have a paycheck, that you're going to have health insurance, that you're going to be able to save for the future, save to have kids, save to buy a house. Like so much of this has been really destructive to people's lives. Um, and those were already things that were really tough as an artist because most artists have, you know, jobs that maybe don't have insurance and benefits that don't have steady paychecks. A lot of New York emptied out in the past year plus because the service industry shut down and a lot of actors have been working, um, you know, waiter um, or hotel jobs, you know, really service jobs. And they were the front facing people of so many industries and those jobs dried up. And so did the creative opportunities and just the city emptied out. And it was devastating to see. So it's had all these impacts and the place that I relate kind of what I'm going through, it feels a bit like a microcosm of the larger experience of COVID, right? This like constant questioning of when will it be safe again? How do I know if I'm sick? How do I heal myself? What do I need to do to protect myself? How do I trust that going outside will be okay? That constant like extra mental, um, the like overload on the brain, right? Like no decision is simple anymore. No trip to the grocery store is simple. No trip to visit family is simple. It adds like all these layers and a lot of them feel life and death. A lot of them are very dangerous. Um, and, and that constant anxiety, which then I think also leads to this depression of just mental exhaustion, but also depression from being split from friends and family, being split from creative practices, being split from job opportunities. All those are triggers for depression. And anxiety and depression really make it hard to be creative. Really, you need 
you need almost boredom. You need so much space in your own brain, so much safety, so much not worrying that you can actually get curious about what you have to say or what there is in the world that you want to um, talk about or what you want to experience or what you want to share. And um, but not to say that like great art doesn't come out of tough times because I know artists are doing really incredible stuff. And I actually think that is also um, very much the opportunity right now. But I do think you have to have a sense of safety, at least a sense of like, you know, where your next meal, where your housing is coming from, kind of, you know, what some sense of the world is going to move on. Um, and when you're sick all the time and your body is just sort of shutting down on you, it's really hard to do that. And what I found, which I think really shook me, but also brings me back to exactly why I started this podcast is one of the things that made me the saddest was that I wasn't doing the podcast, that I had really started this thing that I committed to showing up every week, even when I wasn't sure if I was going to delete it or publish it, um, which I said at the beginning of almost every episode. Um, I like, I needed this almost more because life had shrunk to this little world where I was just trying to get through the day and not be in a ton of pain and find an answer to what was causing the pain and how to heal it. Um, like I needed an expression, but because I was so tired and so stressed and so scared, it like, I just didn't have this, like I was just going through my day and then curling up and Netflixing at night and so grateful to Netflix and so grateful to just be able to lie in bed and listen to music and just sort of cocoon myself in a place where I didn't have to, or I could worry a lot, but I didn't have to worry and, you know, extend myself by being public or, you know, like I stopped Instagramming, I stopped making music. I just, I just like the idea of doing more that was vulnerable and external and reaching out to people just felt like way too much. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to a lot of artists who have gone through this really tough time of like the whole world has been in chaos and it's been hard to find our footing and it's been hard to figure out what to do next. And, and so I don't have any answers. It's always my thing. I listen to Glennon Doyle uh, and her podcast, We Can Do Hard Things, which I'm obsessed with. And she talks a lot about they have Q&A, but she like refuses to call it question and answers because she always says, I don't have any answers. I'm just a really good listener. And, you know, I'm, I'm willing to like share experiences that might relate. But um, her big thing is, you know, everyone's traveling a journey on of their own and nobody can really tell someone else where to go. And I really appreciate that. So I don't have answers in part because I'm still in the thick of it. I have a diagnosis, which is amazing, but now the medicine they've given me is causing more pain. So I'm having to like really scale back and like test one medicine, one like whatever, one like small piece of a thing, like kind of scale back the very fancy harsh medicines and and start very slow and test it and see if it works and then test another one and change my food and my diet and like it's just a whole thing and I don't have answers yet and um and so I'm in it but I'm also I guess a little bit more um stable in the fact that I I've picked up the guitar again and started playing and I'm trying to find places to, um, and I, and I miss this enough to turn on my laptop, pick up a mic and hit record. Right. So like that tells me there's a little bit more bandwidth and it's what I've been really fighting for is to find enough bandwidth to show up and to be here. 
And one lesson that I've learned that I did really want to share about being creative, which has really surprised me also, is um, that it that there's something about having your body be in pain. And also there's this weird thing where like my body doesn't feel like mine, right? So like I don't feel like I think a lot, especially as an actor, your body is your instrument. So it'd be like picking up a guitar and the guitar is like weirdly distended in the middle. So it doesn't quite sit right. And the notes play out of tune because the, the sound hole is kind of bloated and not, you know, like I just, my body doesn't feel like mine, but it also doesn't feel like a reflection of how healthy I eat, how well I take care of myself, because literally my intestines are inflamed and bloated and everything is sort of, and they have trouble digesting. So everything I eat just kind of doesn't like it. I just do not feel good in my body ever <laughs> even when I'm eating amazing, amazing foods. Um, and, and so also the way that it looks is like this weird dislocation of like, huh, like that's not the body I thought I had. That doesn't feel like me. doesn't feel like a reflection of how I am. And that's tricky because acting is very visual and you're not just like on a vanity level, um, you know, like wanting to look good, but also on an expressive level. It's how you tell stories. It's how you express yourself. So to feel sort of disconnected from your own instrument feels like a real, like, um, like a stutter, almost this weird dislocation from, you know, what I'm trying to express and kind of not having the instrument to do it. But what I'm also realizing is that because I'm pouring so much time and attention and energy into healing my body, into creating a relationship with my body, into trying to really understand what does my body need for me to heal from this, I am learning I do not have a very good relationship with my body. I don't... I don't like feeling the sensations of my body. And some of this goes back to honestly, I've probably had this autoimmune for 10, maybe 20 years. I've just been having a lot of weird symptoms. A lot of weird medical stuff has happened that doctors have always scratched their heads and gone, we don't know why take this pill or not. We don't like, or they've said it must be in your head because we can't explain this thing. Maybe you should meditate. Maybe it's stress. Maybe it's somatic which I'm learning now is a classic thing of like, if doctors don't know an answer, they will tell you it's stress and they will sort of make it your problem rather than say to you, we don't know why we don't have answers to this. Our tests haven't been developed to figure this out. This is not a thing we know how to diagnose. So you end up eventually leaving, you know, if you see enough doctors telling you it's your problem, it's your fault, you end up thinking you're the broken one. You know, your body is like, malfunctioning in some way that is entirely your fault. And so I realize now that I've sort of for a long time, like been living in my head. And to be honest, I've always liked living in my head. I like words. I like my thoughts. I like talking to myself, which is probably why I love podcasting. I'm like, Oh, what's in my head today? I like that place. It's where my imagination lives. It's amazing. Um, to me, it's a very comfortable place. But there's definitely become this also kind of um, retraction, like leaving my body like, oh, I don't want to feel that. And and that also makes sense. Like my stomach has been burning for probably years now. And doctors have just told me we don't know what's wrong or nothing is wrong. All of your tests come back normal over and over and over again. So nothing is wrong. So it must be on you. 
And I've had to just get good at meditating and learning to accept a certain amount of like burning sensation in my stomach because no one could figure it out. And they just told me it was something I was causing from my own stress. And so I had to learn to dissociate a little bit to get out of my body to kind of compartmentalize and let my body exist and do its thing and not let that constant pain sort of stop me in my tracks, right? And what I'm discovering is that that's also an impediment to being creative because as much as I love to create from my head and my mind and be, you know, writing stories and whatever, it turns out creativity is actually channeled through the body. Like you have to be in the body. You have to be open to sensation. You have to be open to what you are feeling. And that's whether you're writing or singing or dancing or like any of it or painting. It has to come from a place where you can, like our emotions, our sensations in the body, the way we relate to the world, we feel a sensation in the body. All of our relationships are felt a sensation in the body. There's so much information and experience happening in the body that if you turn it off, you're actually incredibly disconnected from your ability to tell stories, to be present, to communicate, to have impact, to relate. And that's been a thing that I've been sort of trying to escape. Like I, I, a lot of this past month, I've just been thinking like, please, someone give me a bionic stomach, please. I just want to gnaw my own arm off. I'm so tired of being in pain that I cannot turn off. I'm so tired of this fire all the time in my belly that I can't turn off and that I don't have an answer to. And I can go, you know, a couple days sometimes and be okay. And then I hit a point where I'm like, I'm just wanting it to stop. And so I, I've gotten good at like, getting out of my body. And so what I'll offer to you, anyone who hopefully is not in pain and is not in the same situation, but is maybe wondering where their creativity has come from. What I'm learning for myself is the more that I can lean into what the pain is, the more that I can feel it as sensation, the more that I can say, oh, this is my body experiencing the world right now. I don't have to like it. I don't have to want to be here, but at least... I need to be able to like tune in and touch base and say, oh, this is you. This is your experience today. Um, and sometimes that still means great. The day is done. I'm going to Netflix. I need a break. I don't want to live here. And I can understand that. But trying not to have that be the all the time um, that I do, like not live in a place where I'm outside of my body or escaping to my head because I think I'm really missing out on being in the world. And what's actually really incredible is that the research they do on anxiety, especially, I'm not sure about depression, although I'm sure it's similar, is that anxiety really lives in our thoughts. Anxiety is so much about predicting a future that we're sure is going to end badly or, and depression actually is ruminating on the past most often and ruminating on sort of what went wrong. And so both of those things are not here because right here, right now you're in your body. And the only thing you have to contend with is the sensation in your body. And often if we can come back to the body, we can create, or we can learn to create for ourselves a sense of safety and we can learn to be okay. And we can learn to be in the present moment. And so a lot of things I'm doing are around meditation. I've had to pick up a meditation practice. I haven't had to, but I got to pick up a meditation practice again. There's incredible, um, 
Buddhist meditations on suffering, you know, this idea that like all humans experience suffering, and it's our desire to escape that suffering that actually, sorry, all humans experience pain, and our desire to escape pain is what causes suffering. That pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional, that everyone has loss and sadness and heartbreak. Um, and it's our desire to not feel those things that actually makes everything so much harder. And so I've been doing, did a deep Google dive on that and been reading up on those meditations and finding other kinds of ways to, um, you know, energetic work to kind of like reestablish a connection with myself and how to stay in this body when the thing I want most is to escape it. And so I do think that relates to most artists who do love spending time in their head. It's where so much of creation comes from. It's where so much of expressing ourselves comes from, but it's missing a very powerful asset if we're also doing it from a place of not being in our body. Okay. I made no promises that I would land the plane today because I know my brain is sort of in so many places trying to solve for so many things. But I am hoping to come back uh, to this podcast and to recording and sharing with you guys because as much as I don't want my life to be defined by chronic illness and autoimmune disease, um, it is also a thing that I'm contending with and I don't want to stop this incredible experience and expression, connection and building of community because that is happening. And I think one of the ways that I get my life back and figure out how to move forward is to come back to this. So. Thank you for being here and staying with me. Um, and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Be well, my friends. Mm-hmm.